Welcome to the Vlog Pastors Podcast, a podcast all about the stories and strategies of sharing God's love in the digital world. Now, here are two pastors that love to put a camera in their face and walk around in public. They are the Smith & Wesson of digital ministry, Jared Brown and Joshua Verwers. That's right, Joshua Verwers, along with Jared Brown, we're the Vlog Pastors. This was episode 29 of the Blog Pastors <laughs> podcast, where we do things tenant style in reverse. <laughs> uh, all on purpose, I'm sure. Uh, that was just, that was, that was fun. Um, and thank you so much, John, for reminding us that we missed the intro yes. and that we put the intro at the end instead of at the beginning. So anybody that's listening to the audio version of this and you have no idea what was happening, um, we went early today. We went on Wednesday. Today's the 25th. And uh, you're probably listening to this sometime after the 27th because that's when I'll have it uploaded uh, on the, the podcast things and stuff. So. Things and stuff. So this will be a special, special little intimate setting for those of you who have the notification notification bell. <laughs> notification. That's a mixture of the notification bell and notification together. <laughs> notification bell rung, so you knew that we were going live. And so a special little insight for you, uh, YouTubers out there. You get to weigh in on the conversation. Henry, Henry's in. What's Henry say? He's saying, "Made it just in time." Happy Thanksgiving, boys. Happy Thanksgiving, Henry. Happy Blessings Thanksgiving to you and to yours, you. sir. As well, Genevieve is saying, hello. Speaking of this, don't you love motion blur? Oh, man. Wait, is mine? I don't even know what I have it dialed on to. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's some good motion blur. There we go. Although I do that too much, and then my face is going to get really red, and then my watch is going to say, <laughs> hey, you are now active. Good job. Right. And we just got it all color matched, so let's let's just not do that. Right. And this is the crazy thing. This watch, I don't know if... Uh, do you do a smartwatch at all? Yep. Okay. Boom. Uh, hey, that looks a lot like mine. Samsung? It probably is. It pro a Galaxy, Galaxy S3 S3 or watch like or whatever, yeah. 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 So, yeah, the, the thing that is... It's helpful, but it's also mildly insulting, is when I stand up from the desk and I start to walk to the bathroom or to get some coffee you. and it's like, yay, you got up. Good job. <laughs> oh man. There's nothing more belittling on this and earth like, than when your watch is like, <laughs> yay, you sat your for a really long time. <laughs> right. We didn't think you were alive. <laughs> and it's just like, seriously, I mean, thanks. Mine, mine's always prompting me. Do you think you might want to get up and, and stretch? You've been, yeah. what, what does it say, stagnant or something like that for an hour? You've yep, been yep. stationary for an hour. It's like, yeah, and, and I do that, and I'm like, hmm, this, no, I, why? Why have you got to insult me that way? Why do you have to do that? It's just, hmm, I, don't, I don't like it. Although I do like it when I've put in, like, I think I've got mine set for, like, I don't know, 6,000 steps a day or something yeah. like that. So, you know, once a month, it's like, yay, you reached your goal. <laughs> I'm like, thank you, Costco. <laughs> that's that's the reason why I got my watch. I wanted, when we were doing all the walking stuff yep. back, I don't know how long ago it was, but I, I wanted to be able to count all the steps because I want credit for the yep. steps that I'm making and I want to see how close I got. So I set mine, I was hitting too many at, I think it was six or seven. Yeah. I'm like, man, this is too easy. So I raised it to 10. Yep. I don't think I've seen 10 since. Yeah, when, <laughs> days where I'm like, 
Do when it. we started that Prey 100, you know, yep. Charlie Mitchell had us kind of doing that stuff. Uh, and I think you had kind of started even before that. Um, I, I bumped mine up to 10,000. Yep. And then once I stopped, I never saw 10,000 again. Never again. And I was like, uh, I'll bump it down to six. And now occasionally when we're out doing grocery shopping and walking the mall, that's when I'll see six. That's about it. Yeah. I should probably do that's some good. more of that. No, my, my average daily, gonna. if I, you know, just <laughs> ho humming around daily schedules, it's about a three to four. I'm not very active, but this watch has caused me to be more active. It, it's been a good thing because we go out for family walks. We'll walk the boys, you know, throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, you know, it's nice just to come home. It's a, it's an added boost, a little dopamine hit, I guess, if there was a positive one to say, right. you did a good job. <laughs> yeah, you've done real well. <laughs> You walked. Yes. <laughs> you breathed in air. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Henry's sitting here and saying, we should be thankful every day, Man. not just one day. Bible says in all circumstances, we should give thanks. Comes Henry. Agreed. Agreed. hundred percent. We should be thankful. Uh, and I would venture to say that most people are thankful every single day for something at least, but we're just not giving of those things. Right. Um, right. How and, awesome is it that we have a holiday still that remains that's dedicated to being thankful? Thank that's it's amazing. Just, I, I, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, hats off to this holiday. The one that's under attack every year. I love it. Right. I, I, I love it. I love the fact that we do have it. Um, I wish I kind of I, I miss to a certain degree the days of old. And here's where we start to date ourselves, Jared. Oh, where man. we can remember the days when nothing was open on Thursday on Thanksgiving. Nothing. Day. The only thing going on was a Dallas Cowboy football game where they'd be playing the Redskins again, 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 yep. again. Oh, and some sort of snowball. Oh. Yeah. And that was like, that's the only thing you would ever get. Like, that's and, it. and I remember even then when some of the gas stations started to open up, but they were like, uh, we're going to be open from like 10 to 4. <laughs> and that's it. True. So if you don't get gas on then, I guess you're not going anywhere. Um, those are the the days that I kind of miss. It was a slower pace to life. Oh, yeah. And you had to plan a little bit farther in advance. And it was just like. Maybe, maybe you know this. When did Black Friday come about? Because I don't remember my parents. Maybe we were just too poor to do all that. But um, I don't remember my parents amping up for Black Friday. I remember the football games you know, with my cousins out in the yard, I remember that sort of deal. And then the, the second round of Thanksgiving dinner and then the coma that ensued. But I don't remember my parents ramping up for Black Friday. When, when did that start? I have no it? idea. I'm looking uh, to see if Google tells me anything. Um, set her off. No, no. And Abort. I, no. Yeah, I, I mean, as far as Black Friday shopping, I have no idea. Um... Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, no clue, and I'm okay. not finding anything. Any, but no, I'm with you. I don't remember it um, being that way. I don't, I don't remember it uh, being something that we did on a regular basis. I never remember. I mean, I remember going out and shopping the day after Thanksgiving, but I don't remember it being Black Friday wait in lines type of a deal. That I don't remember that. Until I got to college because I was working at Best Buy. The what? 
the first time I ever heard of this, I just you were saying about college time frame, and it, and it sparked this thought. I was like, the first time I remember was um, uh, uh, Tickle Me Elmo, and there was something before that. There were yep. the little the little fur things, Furbies. Were they Furbies? Yeah, everybody was collecting. Yeah, they went nuts for those things. Yep, I, I guess I do. I do kind of remember that, and I don't remember when that would be. Um, but yeah, I don't remember Black Friday ever having a place in my life until, you know, get to college and then I'm working at Best Buy as an AV tech and they're like, oh, well, you're going to have to work on Black Friday. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> it's just like, no, I don't do sales. So why would I need it? Well, people are going to be bringing stuff back into exchange, stuff they bought that morning. And I'm going to have to. I think I did. I worked one of them and then that was it. And it was like, nope, I'm never working retail on Black Friday again. Um, so you, you mentioned, you've mentioned that before that you worked at Best Buy, but I didn't realize you worked, were you one of the Geek Squad or was that prior to Geek Squad? Pre-Geek Squad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was Geek Squad before we thought being a geek was cool. Um, <laughs> and mostly just on the audio video side. So I was doing like your television, VCR, CD player repairs. Um, so that's kind of what I... I focused on, I left the computer stuff to the, the computer techs. Um, I would only fill in if they needed me, but that's, man, I've had a whole lot of jobs. I think I've, uh, we had done this one day where I figured out I've had more jobs than I have years of being alive. What? Yes. So it's pretty much name it. And I've probably done it. Uh, (laughs) that's so weird because there's like a balance to oh they have experience and, if you told me that in an interview, I would be like, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And and it's one of those that say, it's one of the more. first questions when I've went to interviews, especially, you know, later in life uh, that people were, I mean, hiring managers instantly. They're like, so, you know, most people have only had like one or two jobs in the last three years. And uh, you asked for an extra sheet of paper. Um, <laughs> like, can you explain that? Like, yeah. you know, I haven't found what works for me yet. Maybe this is the one. It's just like, I mean, this is a different field from everything else. I already know I don't like everything else. So (laughs) odds are in your favor. Um, I I have no doubt that you would be able to talk your way into something. Oh, I I did. I did. Like, (laughs) you know, they ask you at interviews. They're like, what is your, what do you think your greatest strength is? That's like the go-to question. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, I'm lazy. (laughs) Every single one of them, they're like, what? I I said greatest strength, not greatest weakness. And I'm like, no, that's my greatest strength. My greatest strength is that I'm lazy. Uh, Can you explain that? Well, sure, I can explain that. That means I don't want to work any harder than I have to. So I'm going to find the fastest, most efficient way of getting something done and getting it done the first time so I don't have to go back and do it again. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh. I never thought about it that way. (laughs) Just like that was just the way it was. And honestly, that didn't come even till pro wrestling days. My trainer, um, looked at me one day and he's like, Josh, you were the laziest man that I know. I'm like, uh, thank you. Thanks, I guess. And he's like, no, I did mean it as a compliment. I'm like, what do you mean? And then he explained it that way. So like we would do these, uh, we'd have to set up the wrestling rings before the shows And typically we would go to these wrestling shows and it would take like an hour and a half to set up this ring. And I'm like, man, ain't nobody got time for that. 
So I would go in and they finally got me to be the one that was kind of overseeing on setting up the wrestling shows. Like we would go to other promotion shows that I wasn't even in charge of. And then they'd be like, uh, do you guys have anybody that can help set the ring together? And they'd be like, Hey Josh, come here. And I'd come on and be like, all right, I need like five people that can actually lift stuff. Um, (laughs) and then, and I would just set up and I knew like, I knew how the ring needed to be put up. So there's no point in bringing in stuff that goes on third in first. No, just hold it to the side. You wait. Let's grab the stuff that goes in first, and then we start stacking it up. And I think the fastest we got a ring put up was like just over 30 minutes. Um, and it was just, it was insane because typically an hour and a half was was fast. Um, hmm. And it was just kind of that thing that all of a sudden the promoter's like, yeah, you're lazy. I, I think if I'm an employer, you're a hard pass for me. Yep. If I'm a pastor, I'm putting you as an entertainer in with people somewhere. Right. Well, and the crazy thing is that honestly, like most employers that have then I've sold them on that and they'll ask me, you know, specifics. And then I can take them through several jobs that I've done that where I've been able to come in and see how we're wasting and we're inefficient. And that is essentially me trying to save my time, but me saving my time is saving them money. Um, And then all of a sudden when I give them real life examples, they're like, oh, all right, well, we're going to make a couple phone calls and we'll get back to you. And every single time I've used it, they got me hired. So it's just, it's crazy, but it works. It I'm works. La- I'm lazy. There you go. I, I get a question. What is, what is a pumpkin bar? <sighs> it sounds amazing. Sorry, a little what bit of a detour a, here, but I just saw that pop up and I was like, I've what got What is a pumpkin bar? <clears throat> I yeah. wish Diana was in the, the chat right now, because if Diana was in the chat, she would tell you what a pumpkin bar is. Um, I would say a pumpkin bar, man, it's, it's kind of like a pumpkin and cream cheese brown. Yes. Yes. So it's like <laughs> the size of a really soft brownie with like a cake texture to it. So it's soft, it's pumpkin-y, but it's got almost that bready cake type quality and then a cream cheese frosting on top of it. It is amazing. It is a little slice of heaven. I thought this was like a, everybody did pumpkin bars. Like I've had pumpkin bars my entire life. We're talking about it because my mom's making pumpkin bars for tomorrow while she's watching. And I just, I just took it for granted that everybody's had pumpkin bars. I did not realize it's kind of a more of a Midwest type of a deal. Um, and even upper Midwest until Diana was up uh, last year when we did the recording for the uh, the marriage podcast. And she was up there. And of course, this is December. Uh, and I think we went to like the Iowa Machine Shed. Um, great place to eat if you're ever in the Des Moines area. Stop Iowa Machine Shed. You won't regret it. Um, and they had brought some pumpkin bread uh, to go with like deal. It's, you know, with the dinner, it's a big family style setting. And so they bring you know, rolls, but then there's also some pumpkin bread and she tries that loves it. And I'm like, well, yeah, what do you mean? Like pumpkin bread, pumpkin pie, pumpkin bar. She's like, okay, pumpkin pie. I've heard of I'm like, you've never had a pumpkin bar. So we went to a smoky row coffee shop and big fat pumpkin bar. I mean, this is, mm, and it's like that thick and that thick of a layer of cream cheese on top. It's just, Oh, it's, it's amazing. So she had it. And, uh, Loved it so much. She grabbed some extra to take them home with her. I don't know if they actually made them home to her mother or if she <laughs> ate them all. Uh, and I would not fault her for eating them all. 
because <laughs> so there's a layer of cream cheese on top of it it's not like yeah. mixed in type of thing no 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 it's like so a it's, cream cheese frosting on top so it's like it's like a brownie and then a cream cheese frosting am i am i getting that right pumpkin yes. style brownie okay yeah that's that's a pretty good way of uh doing it i'm going to see if i can pull up a uh, picture here real quick. This sounds fantastic. I, we need some of that in our life down here because we have the obligatory pumpkin pie that everybody goes, oh, I had my piece of pumpkin pie. And then you skip to the next like that, that, that chocolate silk or maybe that pecan or whatever yep. that is. But man, if we had some, that sounds pretty nice with some cream cheese on top, oh, brownie man. form. Mm. It, it It is, it is good. Um, let's see if Google will pull up here. Um, now are there any, like, what all do you guys do for desserts as far as, you know, Thanksgiving is going? Um, I mean, it, you know, it depends on the families, but I would say customary down here, we, we've got the pecan pies. That's going to be huge pumpkin pie. That's going to be obligatory for Thanksgiving deal. Um, so some families, churches do that ambrosia. I don't get down with that. I don't, I don't, I don't even know do what that, that is. Okay. So it's, it's pink or green cool whip type stuff it's a gelatin type thing all mixed up and it's all got all sorts of like almost like i don't i don't even know what's in it that's the problem i don't i steer away from it it's got like gummy bears sometimes in it it's got like little little m&ms and, and <laughs> sweetsy type thing. it's it's uh it's not my favorite option on on the dessert tray but uh, yeah, yeah, brownies, you know, the, the typical type of thing. My family uh, is is a, a chocolate family, and it's one of those brown things from the brown side. The browns say, hey, if it ain't chocolate, it ain't worth eating. And that's, <laughs> right. that's, that's a darker chocolate. That's, you know, that's milk chocolates, that sort of thing. It's not white chocolate like you and uh, Diana love so much. But no, man, if it ain't chocolate, it ain't worth eating. So anytime you come to my house, you're going to have a blueberry muffin, which I've, I've advertised many times on my channel, a chocolate muffin, or not chocolate muffin, a blueberry muffin with chocolate chips. Mm-hmm. With a, you're gonna need a tab, and by a tab I mean a pretty good square carved off of butter, jammed into that bad boy when it's done. <laughs> and whenever I say, like with chocolate chips, it's basically a chocolate muffin with a little bit of blueberry, you know, stuffing in there trying to hold it together. Yeah. So uh, that's one of them. A cho- a su- silk chocolate pie. I can't remember. I think that's the name of it. That is fantastic. And then my grandmother makes, makes this German chocolate, super stupid rich pie that's been passed on to our family. And that's usually going to be, that's going to find its way. Lots of desserts. Look at that. Yes, indeed. Yeah. It looks like a cake though. It's, you're saying it's a brownie? Well, it's, it's a combi- It's like a brownie size when you okay. cut them up, but it does have the, um, more of a cake texture and feel to it. It looks fantastic. And and different oh, people see, make them a little bit differently where some of them are more dense. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking more of a dense brownie type thing with some cream cheese on top. I may have had this before and I, I probably would have thought it was like a, a cake. Yeah. It's, okay. it's amazing. That's, that's what I have to say about that. It is amazing. It is so good. It is going to be my downfall tomorrow because I ate way too much of it. <laughs> yeah, there's certain foods that are just gunning for you. Yeah. I'm a carb guy, so whenever the, the mashed potatoes come around, it's like I don't really care about the turkey. Do you guys do turkey or ham? 
or both? Yes. <laughs> okay. As you should. Meat. Yeah. Like uh, we've Any? done, we will have, I'm sure we're going to have turkey and we're going to have, we always have turkey. We always have ham. Uh, we've had duck in the past. We've had some chicken in the past and we typically will have beef and noodles uh, with some, you know, sliced beef to go with the oh, beef and noodles on mashed potatoes. Who needs gravy? Yeah, you do dab a mashed <laughs> no, taters. Don't and get then me wrong. I'm in beef and noodles on top oh. for Thanksgiving as the main. The, well, I can't say that we have a main there. It's all main. <laughs> it's just, you have everything and okay, you okay, just okay, eat okay. round one, round two, round three, take a nap, come back for round four. No, listen, I'm a straight up pro at some of this. I've got several Thanksgivings <laughs> to get through this season. Now, are you are you the guy that goes and everything is everything is differentiated on your plate? So you go over there and you've got the turkey and you've got the ham over here and you've got a little thing of mashed potatoes. You're probably you're you're a good non carb eater, so you probably just to make sure everybody sees that you you did. You, uh, I'm, I'm non carb outside of Thanksgiving. I did one of those. Um, and it was all right, but until I can do a exact carb replacement on all of my favorite carby foods, <laughs> it's, it's not happening. So, okay. So all bets are off for Thanksgiving. All bets are off for Thanksgiving. When you're building your plate, mm -hmm. is it portioned off or is it a slot pit? It is sectioned, but I am not afraid of my food touching another food. Mm. Okay. So it, it is kind of sectioned and I typically start with the mashed potatoes and beef and noodles. Yeah. And that's the biggest section. And then the turkey starts to pile on to create kind of a base layer because then the yeah. ham's going to go up on top of that and it's going to be touching over. And then you got some deviled eggs in there. And I typically stay away from the green bean casserole, but if we have like the, the cauliflower bake, it's like a cheesy bake with bacon on it. Oh yeah. That's getting slammed Ooh, in there as well. Yes. Some green beans. Yeah. Oh man, it's just what are we doing? It's about lunchtime. I, We're talking I, about food. I know, and, I know, I know, I know. I know. Uh, but well, no, I, I, I'm normally I ask that question because, I, believe it or not, I'm a I'm a one food at a time eater, outside of Thanksgiving. So like if I'm having yeah. a burger and fries, the the fries go, then the yep. burger goes, or vice versa, you know, whatever. And they don't really touch all that much. Yep. But for Thanksgiving, it is it, it's every man for himself. It's oh, no yeah. holds by the the. The whole thing has to have some sort of rigidity, yet you know, containment to all of the gravies and the potatoes and stuffings and Correct. whatnot. But structure with with the turkey and the ham. I mean, th there's a science to this. Yeah, and and I'm also not afraid of letting there be a small plate because I know that's just the first plate. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but as far as, yeah, typically I'm, when I eat, I typically go with save the best for last. Uh, Ooh. so the food that I love the most is going to be the last bite that I have. So I end on a high note. Um, that's and, right. and that's cause sometimes you don't have dessert. And so if there's not dessert, well, you end on the high note with it. That'd that's be so like burger and fries. It depends on the place. Some places, the fries are better than the burgers. And so that's where I would end, uh, being low carb. It's typically like burger and broccoli. So, you know, what's going down first. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Now, now I'm going to disagree with you just a little bit on Thanksgiving because in the words of the prophet, 
Ricky Bobby. <laughs> if you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> and I mean, I've I, I will cut my my stepdad over over some good some good gravy and turkey and and stuffing and mashed potatoes. I, I I will kick him in the back of the knees to get up there first and make sure that's now, on the plate. I'm now my mom and grandma know how to uh, feed an army, uh, so uh, there is always plenty. So oh, I sure. go by the prophetic words of Jesus, the first will be last and the last will be first. Uh, yeah, you're a good man. <laughs> I so, will, I will shank you. I'm going to start line. with, I, and I typically do. That's why like the, the mashed potatoes with beef and noodles goes on there like first. And it's the biggest portion. Cause I'm going to start with that. Like I'm going to get the, get the engine primed. It's like, Ooh, this is good. I'm going to enjoy this meal. And then I'll go around and I'll eat the others and wind up back on the mashed potatoes with beef and noodles. Um, isn't that funny? Everybody's got their own yeah. strategy. We're all like sizing up, <laughs> at least at my family, sizing up Thanksgiving. We're, they're not. My family isn't as large as I am. As if they're they're yeah. normal eating creatures, right? And so they, even them though, they they get to Thanksgiving and they're like, okay, we're starting here. Uh, maybe about an hour. We're gonna come mowing back through. We're gonna hit that, and then uh, we're gonna wrap it up with some dessert. But then that's only that. That's just a that's a fool's game because we're coming back later on. In the afternoon, right. double dip down on some stuffing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's that's typically the thing. Now, when you have multiples, see, this year we're not actually going to have Thanksgiving with uh, my in laws. Um, and I think part of it is, I think the majority of it's kind of COVID related because yeah. there are so many of them that <laughs> there is no way we could get into any place without there being. Um, people on top of people on top of people and several of them have already uh, caught COVID um, mm. and been down because of that. So it's like uh, mother-in-law decided, Hey, we're going to kind of pull the plug on this. Um, even like with, with my grandma uh, and over at her place, we weren't quite sure what we were doing until yesterday. Um, so it was like, we wanted to be there. We were hoping to be there, but I was kind of been, dumb when it comes mm. to any type of social distancing um, or just taking normal hygienic measures. Um, they just, they've lost their minds. And so we wind up seeing like huge spikes and then we get, you know, blasted on national media because we've got the worst numbers and it's like, well, Hey, I mean, at least we're known for uh, something. Um, so because of that, it's like, we didn't know what we were doing. Uh, we didn't even, we still don't even know what's happening with, school at any given point in time because of that. So you go into these, you know, holidays, big gatherings, and it's like, ah, what are we doing? Um, so we didn't quite know, but we decided yesterday and after talking with grandma and she's like, yeah, we're, we're going to make sure that we're out in the garage. We got plenty of room. We got everything kind of spaced out. We'll have all the food out there. I'm Come preparing on, everything. You guys bring the stuff that's already kind of like pre-made and we'll just hang out and eat. Um, it was like, all right, we can do that. So. We were talking through that uh, yesterday. A couple of pastors, you know, they, they everybody loves grandma's house and wants to go to grandma's house. And, and grandma usually, at least around these parts, is known for carrying the lion's share of the load as mm -hmm. far as making, you know, all the goodies. She holds all the recipes and all the power in her hands. Oh yeah. And uh, it, there's just like a, a split though because it's COVID. Yep. And there's an uptick, especially where we are. You know, same with you guys. Yep. Uh, we've been running around crazy pants, which is cool. Um, so <laughs> we're doing our thing, and we're going to Grandma's house, talking about that, and Grandma really wants to do it. Yeah. But she knows that she's in danger, and yeah. we're weighing out the thing, weighing out the impact of, 
Is it worth it? Grandma says, come. Grandma looks forward to Thanksgiving Correct. all year long. This is what grandma lives for. Grandma's in her 80s. Grandma's in her 90s, depending on who you're, you know, who you are. Do you, do you continue to go? Because this is her living out her existence and there's there's things greater than than health. Yeah. Or do you say, Grandma, it's just a year. We'll see it. You know, we'll we'll redo this at, at Christmas or, or whatever. So anyway, it was fun to watch some of the guys kick that around because nobody wants to endanger their grandparents. Right. But it does it it inserts a, a conversation of, all right, but what is living? This is what grandma is made for. And grandma choose grandma, the matriarch, wants to go out on her feet cooking turkeys. Then anyway, it was it was an interesting. It may just be local to here because we've we've annulled all masks. And no, and I, I, like I don't think it's local. I, I think it's it's more of an individual thing because I think this is happening all over the world um, where people are having these these questions they're wondering and at the same time there's that individual um decision making the individual freedom and liberty that we have to make up our own minds and that's where i kind of come in and it's it's twofold for me one i'm sitting there first and foremost looking at my wife and kids and it's like i'm supposed to be the provider and protector for them and so looking at them and saying is there you know, the, the risk and versus reward type of a deal. And so it's like, is it worth it? Uh, and really just hearing my wife out, asking her, I know what my kids are going to say, but quite frankly, their brains haven't fully developed and probably won't until they're, I don't know, older than me. Um, cause I'm not even sure if mine is fully developed at times, but I'll, I'll ask my wife and I'll get some feedback. Cause obviously I want to make sure that she's kind of comfortable with things and figure that out. But then beyond that, it's okay. Once I've got that figured out and kind of understand where we're at now, I need to look at, you know, grandma's side of things. And it's like, what does she think? And instead of me trying to think for her, I just ask her. Um, and like when we had, you know, Easter was a no go. Uh, we were right smack dab in the middle of everything. And we always do an Easter mm -hmm. dinner there. And mother's day was a no go as well. And that was kind of like, we typically get together for that. And she said no. And with birthday parties, it was very limited. And they would come over and kind of drop off a cake that she would make or, you know, some presents. And that was it. So when it comes to this one, it's like, all right, Grandma, what do you want? And we were just all kind of waiting to hear what she had to say about things. Um, and then just kind of follow her lead. It's it's her house. It's yeah. what her tradition that she's kind of doing it over there. If If you want to. Okay, now that I've got that piece of the puzzle, let's take the other piece of the puzzle. Let's see if we can make this happen. And if not, and I know other people that they're modifying the approach instead of doing it all, everybody's getting together on one day, they're kind of splitting it up over time. And man, I don't care. It's to me, it's ultimately it's another day. Um, and it's not about the day that it hits the calendar. It's more about the heart of where everything's at. And can that heart be carried over to a different day or at a different time? Absolutely. I mean, when you get big families and you start to blend families together, you have to start to make compromises there. You know, one family may always do it at lunchtime, but they may have to switch it and start doing it at dinner time. Or like I've done with my dad, when we do Christmas with my dad, it's always in January. <laughs> so it's like, because, you know, with mom and dad being uh, divorced and it's like, you got those two and then you've got my in-laws on top of it. Um, and then you've got us trying to do stuff on our own. 
you can't quite fit everything into a 24 hour period. Um, right. And that's where I, I honestly like applauded my dad because he did that several years back. And he's like, hey, you're all getting married. You've all got this extra stuff. So instead of doing, you know, like you did Christmas Eve at your grandma's, you did Christmas Day, you know, at my parents, but they're not here anymore. Uh, let's just, I don't know, do like beginning of December or beginning of January. What works best? And it was just, it was kind of this novel idea that like nobody had really thought about doing. And he's like, as long as I get together with you guys sometime to celebrate I'm good. Yeah. So it was kind of, yeah, kind of neat. That's, <clears throat> I, I wonder if that's the role of, of fathers in this whole thing of our divorce fathers, because my, my dad, same way, he said, man, I don't, I don't care. We would do a, call it the cattleman's ball for a couple of years. He, he and I share cattle together and, and we would go out and celebrate that, you know, like kind of like a stockholders meeting type of deal at the, at the <laughs> yeah. end, we'll call it the cattleman's ball. But it, it eventually morphed into, you know, all the all the family getting together, and that's his Thanksgiving off of Thanksgiving. Because it was between uh, all the kids, we have in-law, outlaw. So one year's my family, one year's <clears throat> one year's Jesse's family. We have same for all all of my siblings. And so if it was my dad's, then he's on one year, and then he's off for several. You know, he's it'll be Jesse's family the next year, and then my mother's the year after that, and then Jesse's family, and then his again. So he'd have to he'd have to wait a long time. Yeah. Eventually, we just we merged the cattleman's ball into Thanksgiving, and he's a no dishes, no fuss kind of a guy. So we go out to Babe's the day after Thanksgiving once right. they've reopened after the Thanksgiving rush, and but I I really enjoy it. it yeah. It's off of Thanksgiving, the heart's still there. Uh, just wants to celebrate and be thankful for his kids, and he takes all the kiddos out to uh, out to babes, and it's a no mess, no fuss, no dishes. Yep, we're done. It, anyway, it, walk around and, the square and enjoy each other. Yeah, exactly. It it works, and that's what I think. It's 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 more than just a day. Uh, actually, some, I think I just read something like that down here. Uh, Sonic, it's not a day; it's a celebration. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing because it's a celebration. I mean, you can really do it on any day, which. You know, um, thinking about Vlogmas is something we could possibly get in and start talking about a little bit. Yeah. Um, but thinking about yeah. Vlogmas, that's something that you and I are already recording videos now yep. for that. And so we've started celebrating Christmas a whole lot earlier than maybe we would have in the past. Um, and my wife loves it. <laughs> and wives love it. Oh, yeah. Genevieve, she's putting on her little elf costume and enjoying decorating the tree so much. Yep. That I was in the bathroom and I come out and it's almost done. And I'm yep. like, I didn't even get a chance to open up or to pull out the camera and record. It's like, well, yep. I guess I'll just rethink that whole shot. Um, but <laughs> it's, it's one of those that it's about the more of the celebration when we do it. And quite frankly, you know, when Hallmark wants to start doing Christmas in July, I'm like, get on it. It was like, I, it doesn't bother me one bit it, because especially for Christmas, you sit there and think, that is us celebrating the birth of Christ. And quite frankly, I'm thinking that's what we're supposed to be doing all the time. Yeah. So, and that's like Easter to only celebrate Easter, you know, one Sunday a year when we're supposed to be proclaiming and celebrating his death until he returns. I mean, that should be a 365 days a year type of a deal that we've got going on. So, I mean, I Thanksgiving love- day, whatever. <clears throat> I love it when you hit critical mass, though. I, I do understand it's it's a day, and and I'm 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 with both you guys. Yes and amen. I want to be a part of that. I I like, I like it whenever, the nation recognizes it. I like it whenever yes. 
a, a critical mass of people say we're going to give thanks to God. Correct. I mean, I, I get that a lot of this is lost on our secular world, and they get a free holiday out of it. And they get to see family. But even in that, how beautiful is that? It's just the love yeah. and grace of God to say it's about you know it is about family. It's about my family, but it, it is about family. And I, I love that, man. I love that the, the movies start shifting in this time of the yep. year. You're getting all the sappy. Trust me, maybe I'm just targeted in because my wife's on Netflix just mowing through those <laughs> Thanksgiving movies and Christmas movies and stuff. But yeah. it <clears throat> there's a different feel to this particular part of the season. I like there it. There is. There is. And, and I mean, I appreciate it as well. And that's like it's sometimes it's hard here in Iowa because typically growing up in Iowa – it's not Christmas until the first snowfall hits. Um, but all of a sudden that first snowfall doesn't hit until like mid or late November. And I'm like, something's wrong. Um, and then, you know, occasionally we've had even like where it's been middle of summer and we start to get the first snowfall cause it dips down and it's like, Ooh, this is nice. I like that. Um, <laughs> granted it lasts for about 15 minutes and then it's gone. But, uh, to me, there's all of those different things. I do appreciate the snow. I love the look of the snow. This has kind of been an odd one. I think we're probably going to get um, a pretty <sighs> brutal winter before too long because one day it snows and it's beautiful and gorgeous and big fluffy flakes falling. And then four hours later, it's all gone. Hmm. And it's just like, <sighs> I didn't even get a sled in it. I didn't <laughs> even get to make a snowball and pelt my kids in the face with it. Um, those are the things that it, it kind of all of that together, you know, comes with the season. And for me, snow isn't even just about the snow. I mean, I I'm constantly looking for God in everything that I can see, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like we eat a big Thanksgiving feast and I'm like, Ooh, taste and see that the Lord is good. <laughs> right. And I was like, Ed, he's good. Um, but then, you know, even the snow, I see this pure white blanket that just covers everything. Yeah. And it's like when even describing that, how can you not think about Jesus in that moment? Um, And so those are the things that I do like when there is a shift. I do like the critical mask, as you say, when everybody is, you know, kind of turning and fixing their hearts. And I don't even mind if people aren't believing in Jesus and they're still giving gifts and they think it's just a time of giving. Fine. That's yeah, that's great. absolutely fine because I look at this as a season of giving. I look at this the season when God gave us the greatest gift that anybody ever could have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like those moments, I'm fine if they take a different aspect. I'm not worried about what they think. I'm not worried about what the unbelievers are concerned with. I'm worried about what I'm concerned with, where my focus is. And when everybody is shifting their attention onto the season it does help me shift my focus a little bit more on the reason for the season. So, right. It's just awesome. Whenever the, when the world clicks over for you know a month and a half or maybe a couple of weeks or whatever it takes, whenever it, it's like our strongest relationships are actually our family. And, and I think in this time you, you do see more out of the church, the church arises a bit more where you can see, uh, turkey giveaways and you can see uh, opening of homes and you can see uh, just a benevolence on behalf of the church, a, a generosity. And I think I think people, and obviously it goes back to this all the time, but people with ears to hear will see and, and hear what, what God is doing in his church. It'll, it'll provoke questions of how come for a month and a half 
we go home and the thing that's under attack in our nation the most, which is family, is the strongest unit that still remains. You know, I, I think that's why there's a push right now. Everybody wants to and rightfully so. I mean, there's no wrong to this. They want to quarantine and, and you know, keep as many people safe as humanly possible. But there is an unction in us to come together and celebrate family and togetherness with folks that we haven't seen all year long. Anyway, I, I think it's a beautiful time, isn't it? Yeah. I, Yep, I'm, I'm getting all I'm getting all like Jesse. I, I love this season. I, I didn't used to didn't care because it was like ah, it's you know it's yep. November. We got work to smash out before the <laughs> the rush of December, and then then it's just you know it's all hands on deck for for the new year to get ramped up and started again with all the church stuff. And now it's like nah, it's, it's yeah. beautiful. It's it's good. I love it. Uh, hey, what do you think we should get to some of these comments? We've been yeah, rolling for a little while. Oh, um, man. We had said yeah. a, a shout out to, of course, you know, mom that was in the house and. Genevieve and Henry, Andy was hopping in saying, I love it when it tells me at 8 p.m. that all I need is a 45-minute brisk walk to keep in goal. That is, yep, that yep. is helpful. Yeah, talking about smart watchers. Uh, Vaughn Sanders finally got to join a live. Uh, so glad that you were able to jump in here with us. Joel Samples, uh, ministry friend that I've got. David is his father. Good to see you in here as well. Sonic asking if he heard turkey tacos. Um. You did, but that sounds fantastic. That sounds good to me. I mean, I'm I, in. I don't remember saying it or turkey I'm enchiladas. In. I'm all for it. I mean, you had me at turkey. <laughs> you had me at taco. You had me at enchilada. Oh, man. I, I'm good with all of that. Uh, Dean Lentini rocking the beard up, saying man? just looked and oh, blog pastors are live. Sweet. Surprise. Yeah, we, we jumped in a little early because... Otherwise, it was going to be two weeks that we weren't here, and, and that just that's not a good thing. Uh, he says Black Friday is his jam. Get the football gear in, grab some cheap movies. <laughs> Honestly, I just love to see everybody out and about. Um, there you go. Um, random fact, Andy McMillan saying, I got hired for 48 hours, an assistant bounty hunter. That That's a video. I'm, right there, man. I'm a little jealous. Make um, it. A, a little jealous. I would have loved to do that. I did bail bonds uh, for quite a while, and I had actually asked them if there was any way for me to do the bail bonds and the bounty hunting because I thought that would have been fun. And they said no. So, whatever. And by the way, bound or bail bonds. Like the my favorite hoodie that I have came from the bail bonds company, and on the back of the hoodie it says "Do not arrest this person," <laughs> and I wear it everywhere and everybody loves it i have more police officers that ask if they can buy it from me than anybody else because um, <laughs> they would love it as well so there you go um let's see i'm looking through some of these other john hayes yeah just saw you guys went live wondering if you're going to miss two miss live stream two weeks in a row nope. he's going to use it as a podcast live for the drive home Love that. Love that. And yes, Diana did make it into the stream yes. and she made it just in time for the pumpkin bread, pumpkin bars discussion, uh, saying that she had to hide the pumpkin bread from herself. <laughs> so it was the best. Uh, she had it with some Colombian coffee after giving home. It was a dream. It is. Uh, it's, it's so oh. Sonic asking about Mississippi mud fudge. Sonic. Tell, yeah. tell me about Mississippi mud fudge. What I'm with Diana. What is Mississippi mud fudge? It, it, uh, it, I'm, I'm not going to do it justice, but I think it's 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 kind of like 
a pie. If it would be the closest thing to a pie, but it's it's baked most of the time like a brownie, if I've got this right. But it is a layer of like a like a cookie, like a like an Oreo cookie crumble on the bottom. Okay. And then it's and then it is kind of a pudding type feeling, a pie pudding type feeling, filling with like some cream cheese mixed in there. I think I think Sonic, if I'm remembering that correctly, that's what it is. I'm on for that every time. Mississippi mud pies in there. I'm down for that. It's delicious. Well, mud fudge, I guess, is what you guys call it, but we call it mud pie. Did I, we lose Josh? I, no, you did not lose me. You you got me looking over for the Mississippi mud yeah. fudge. It's it is a you're gonna look and you're gonna see like little little streams going through it of of cream cheese. It's kind of a pudding pie type thing. I I am looking through. Mud bars. Okay, so down there towards the the mud bars. Nah. Unless he's talking about a mud bar, that that's not it. But it looks like that. It th- that's the right look, but it, it's not that consistency. That's a uh, that's more of the brownie style. It's okay, uh, so this is what came up with Mississippi mud fudge, but you were saying it's more of a mud it's more pie. of a pie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's look and see what. Well, he he might be talking that one, but I'm talk I'm thinking. Ooh. Oh, come on down. Come on down with it. <whistles> Mississippi mud pie. Okay. These people make it a little bit differently, but that bottom right one, that, that's in the ballpark of it. It's supposed to go through all the layers. One, one on the far left, that's one. Okay. All right. All right. I, I'm I'm tracking you. I'm tracking you. Yeah. yeah, we typically don't do that up around here. We do have uh, – we're often in with the – I mean, pie, pie, whatever. Um, yeah. Always got the pumpkin. Uh, typically we'll have a secondary pie and it's always the secondary pie, sometimes a third. Uh, and it varies. Like my grandma on my mom's side always used to have like apple pies there on my dad's side. It was always like a chocolate pie. Um, and her chocolate pie was like cheap chocolate pie. That was absolutely amazing. It was essentially chocolate jello and like a graham cracker crust that she bought at the store and just throw the box in and, and that was it. So, and it looks like we have got my lovely face. Look at that. You're frozen. Look at that face. Is that not the greatest? It couldn't be frozen on a better face. Yes. Yes. No, don't look away. Let's look directly at it. It's one of those things. We can't look away from it. Where is it? Bring me back up. No, we're, we're, we're back up, but we're going to be back up with (laughs) the real thing. There we go. Oh, Um, man. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, I got, got some of that stuff anyways. And I think actually Henry had said what happened to apple pie. Uh, apple pie takes a back seat to all of the other goodness. This, this is true. Uh, you're going to need to bring some ice cream. Yep. And and it has to be like a vanilla ice cream to go with the apple pie. That's that's it. And if you can find it a New York style vanilla, New York style, not a French vanilla, a New Uh, York style or like a homemade vanilla vanilla. Yeah. Okay. Homemade or what a New York style, New- either one. What is what is New York style? If you ever can get a New York style, I don't know what they do differently, but it's always got more of a a cream yellow type of a uh, look to it, and it just has more of a creamy flavor to it. 
I don't know exactly what they do. And not vanilla bean. No, I love vanilla bean. It's good, but that does not go with an apple pie. But not with an apple pie. Nope. I, I got you now. Yeah, no, no, I, I see what you're yeah, saying. We, we, we can't do this. So, <laughs> Diana, if it ain't white chocolate, it ain't worth eating in this house. You know, one of yeah, these days, Diana, I'm going to figure out how to make like a white chocolate silk pie. That's what I'm going to do. It's going to be amazing. Um, so Dennis saying, we're not going to make it to Thanksgiving. If you guys keep talking about food, um, my belt will not make it to Thanksgiving. If we keep talking about food, let me put it that way. Uh, <laughs> uh, jumping through up. Yeah. So, um, Diana saying those pumpkin bread squares is joy in every slice. So I believe it. it's, I'll have they to like get my mom to send a recipe down with you. Okay. Um, you guys, you guys can make some, it's. If, if you do not love it, we're no longer friends. Well, here's the thing. I, I have a – this this is where it's going to get dicey for me. So I have a window of two days. Yeah, You may not know this. I don't think we've talked about it. But I'm I'm in a pretty strict lockdown as far as my my health goes right now. I'm, I'm trying to get healthy again. I'm trying to eat some, some yeah. clean stuff. And I've got a I've got a window of Thanksgiving where I'm going to celebrate with family. I'm probably not going to be real good for my digestive system. But anything goes. That's why I'm talking about it. I'm so amped up about it. But it's going to be a two-day window. Yep. Now, if I get a recipe sent in that's not inside of that two days, then I don't know that I could justify – you know, making that thing up. So I may have to wait till next year's or something. Hey mom, are you hearing this? Send Jess the recipe right now. <laughs> Do it. They need it. <laughs> so I would like to try it. I really would. It, it, it is good. And I, I don't know. I mean, she's making them. I, if, if I could ship them, I would, but, um, and if not, then I, I guess, you know, when you, you, you make your way back up here. We'll have to have some as well. So yeah, because quite frankly, pumpkin bars are good all year round. I just I don't care who you are. Um, let's see. Diana was saying that her dad solved the plate issue by introducing the Gladney platter plate. Uh, the plate is a rectangular platter plate. I will neither confirm nor deny that I have used platters. <laughs> Neither confirming nor denying. Um, <laughs> you guys are my heroes. Oh, my. Dean is saying Thanksgiving. Here's what I want you to do. I, everybody listening, I want you to make an Instagram story or, you know, do it on Facebook if you're on there, on Twitter if you're there. Uh, tag Jared and I. We want to see these gargantuan Thanksgiving plates. Mm. Um, and use the hashtag, like, I don't know, um, VP Thanksgiving. Do Ooh. that. We'll be able to find them. I think it would be fun. And if we find them, I'm going to be posting them all day long on Thanksgiving. All and so. as much as I see them, it's going to be oh so good. So it's good. Anyways, Dean was saying Thanksgiving is all about the gravy. 30 years old, and I still do gravy volcanoes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, that is that is so good. Um. Jerry or Henry, can anyone define what a casserole is listening to ESPN and they couldn't find anyone that give them the straight answer. Uh, my definition of a casserole is take all of the stuff that is normally good on its own and throw it together. Yeah. Yeah. So it's essentially a non-liquid form of a stew. Non-liquid form of a stew. <laughs> Uh, think about it. what is a stew uh we're gonna grab this this and this and let's throw it together and let's just we'll call it a stew 
That's that's my. I don't know I, if that's an actual definition, but like a green bean casserole, if I remember right down here, at least the way my mom and grandma make it, it is green beans. I think they use heavy cream inside there. Uh, I want to say there's some type of a meat. I can't remember. And then like those French onion sticks um, that they put yeah, all over mm. that stuff. And then we've got other stuff that we call like bakes, but they're really a casserole. You to know, me, so and like this isn't accurate. This isn't accurate, but it's the best that my simple mind could come up with. And it's it's all of the innards of what you want to put in a burrito. Ooh, that works too. All the insides of the, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, because I probably would call something like without the tortilla shell, a burrito casserole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it was just all of that stuff and yeah. then thrown in, baked together. Yeah, that sounds like a casserole to me. Uh, if anybody's got a better definition or you want to correct us, feel free. We'll 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 get to it here in a bit. Uh, Henry's saying we chop block and grandma to get the biscuits. <laughs> it's a high low type scenario. You need you know play. that's right. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, and Sonic biscuits and gravy, biscuits and gravy for like a Thanksgiving breakfast. Mm, it's amazing, especially if you get some not breakfast sausage. Give me some Graziano Brothers Italian sausage for my biscuits and gravy. That stuff is spicy and it's delicious. Mm. Uh, Diana is saying that they had to cancel their family get together because it's a lot of us. And I think there are a lot of people that are doing that. Uh, The only thing, and here's what I would suggest for those family members, like if you're able to get together in small quantities, but you're just not wanting to with the big quantity, still get together around Thanksgiving with each other, have a small little meal, you know, do like the, what did you call it? The cattleman's uh, cookout or something. Cattleman's ball. Cattleman's ball. And just go grab someplace, you know, find something here and there. I know we've had to do that uh, with other meals, like with, uh, um, you know, like in-laws or other family members when we can't get together because of this, that, or the other thing, other obligations. Let's just go out to dinner. Let's grab something here and there. And it's not like I haven't done you know, McDonald's on a Thanksgiving before as well. So yeah, it's not the greatest of it. It'll work in a pinch. Um, Tomlinson road, maybe late to the table on this, but anybody fry Turkey. It's amazing. It'll change your life. Oh yes. Yes. To me, I like Turkey period. I've tried them all and they are all equally delicious in their own right. Um, there is nothing like a fried Turkey though. There, yeah. there, it's, it's got its own. I like, I can't sit there and say, we're going to, you know, it's gotta be this or it's, it's gotta be that. Um, Turkey's Turkey to me. Um, I'm yes. still, uh, I, 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 I love that. That's my favorite one as well is the deep fried Turkey, but I've got my eyes set on and I've heard about it. The Cajun, the Cajun Turkey, the Cajun mm. injected dry rub Turkey. I want it. I want someone to make that. Oh, I want someone to make that. That sounds good. Yeah, and yeah. I've done. Uh, That's what I haven't had. And I want it. Uh, the I think the only turkey that I haven't really done was um, like a uh, turducken. I have eaten like a turducken where it's basically you know um, what Jared's looking at me like turducken. What what's going on? Yeah, I, I don't know what a uh, turducken is. It's a like a chicken, like a small little, um, uh, it's that, that little hen, the, like the oh, okay. Cornish hen, the real small little Cornish one. Cornish hen. Yeah. Inside a duck, inside a turkey, all cooked together. Oh, 
Oh. <laughs> yes. How? Oh. Get creative. I don't know how that works. Now I've got to have it. I'm, I've oh. I've heard of people doing it. I've talked to people who have had it and they love it. I have taken the turkey, the chicken, and the duck and mashed it together in one bite. And it is, it is good. It is very good. Um, but I have not tried it baked like that. And I imagine there's going to be just some of the extra flavors that, that overlay. And it's, I mean, you are a straight pro. If you can do that, if you can pull that off, get all the meats perfectly cooked. Oh, and, and the hard thing is like duck is such a finicky bird alone to cook. Uh, yeah. Like we've done that a couple years where we would, um, you know, fry a duck or roast a duck, whichever way we decided to do it and get it over to my grandma. Man, by the time we got over to my grandma's, which is about a 45 minute drive, it was dry. But if you eat it fresh straight out the oven, oh, it's so good. Um, and it's just, it's such a, I don't know, a little finicky bird uh, to get cooked right. But you get a, a good duck. Oh, man. You're ducking good duck is a good duck. Um, let's see. I'm going to look uh, on some of the others that we had here. Write that down. Um, looking. Yeah. Tomlinson road is saying, mm, babes. Yep. 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 Uh, and Sonic was saying, Oh yeah. Paper plates. Paper plates is a great way to go. Um, as long as they are the good paper plates that they've got to be sturdy. Yeah, they, they can't be the ones that, that break off in your hand. Cause you you're like be the, the China paper plates. Yeah. Spend the extra on those things. So or platters yeah. if you're oh, a platter. I like it. Yeah. Dino was laughing because I said I didn't get to pelt my kids in the face. Um, it's going to happen and I'm going to make sure I get good slow motion of it. Um, so, uh, Dean saying, I think these holidays being at the end of the year is a big aspect of this too. Time to be able to reflect and thankful for the past year. That's good. Uh, that's really good. I like that. Um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. 2020 was one of the best years of my life. Business, church, relationships. I, there's been some tough, you know, there's some tough losses out there. There's some, there's some setbacks and some frustrations, but this has been one of, if not the best, years of my life. Great. Good. Plenty to be thankful for. Good. I was looking uh, because Tomlinson Road also said Bluebell Vanilla. You want to go with some Bluebell Vanilla. Um, and I was looking to see because we don't have any Bluebell Vanilla here. But the fact that they say, ooh, Bluebell does have a homemade vanilla. So I would definitely do the homemade vanilla. There's something about that homemade or the New York style if you can get it. We had a local... Um, ice cream company. I don't know what you want to call it. That they made it. It was Scondra's um, up here, and they had a New York style vanilla, and it was absolutely amazing. And that's what we always had over at my grandma's. She would do the their French vanilla as well, which was good, but not on apple pie. It just didn't quite taste the same. Um, and then our local, one of our local food stores, grocery stores, Hy-Vee wound up buying out Scandra's. So now they've got it under their own label and I can't remember what it's called. Um, but anybody in the area just go, it's whatever Hy-Vee's premium ice cream is. It's the same thing as Scandra's. Um, and New York is, it's, it's good. So, hmm. um, Diane is saying only pie <clears throat> is a peach cobbler with butter pecan ice cream. Hmm. That sounds delicious because you have me at pie and ice cream, but I'm going to go with a no on that one. Um, I mean, if that's all you guys have, that's fine, but you're missing out on the world of good pumpkin pies and 
French silk pies and Mississippi mud pies. And you're you're beginning to sound and... like someone who only likes white chocolate, who has a distorted palate, very narrow and distorted palate. I'll come from the top <laughs> rope today. Good night. Uh, Sorry about that, Diana. <laughs> John Hayes saying they do a, a peanut butter pie. Peanut butter pies are pretty good, especially if you like peanut butter. That is that is real good. Um, Genevieve says, when Josh says he will be making it, I think this is in reference to the white chocolate French silk pie. Um, when Josh says he's making something, it means that she will be making it. Um, <laughs> two have become one. I am she. She is me. We are we. So, so we will be you, making it. Do you make pretty good pies, Josh? Uh, oh, I, I make really good pies. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mom says she's on it. So you and Jess should be getting the uh, recipe before too long. Yes. Um, and... She says the pumpkin is a vegetable, so you can still eat healthy. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> Using uh, it. Uh, Andy McMillan saying uh, pecan or a sweet potato pie pecan. Um, pecan. I'm not a sweet potato fan. I will oh. eat it when it's there, but I'm not a big fan of it. Um, and here's another hot take. Um, I think dressing is disgusting. So dressing as in like a stuffing, stuffing, dressing. Yep. Stuffing, dressing. It's disgusting. Okay. Hard the, only, the only use for it is something to sop up the gravy. And yeah. quite frankly, I'll take a dinner roll for that. Give me some biscuits <laughs> or give me more mashed taters. I can't say you're wrong, but I, I, I once thought like a child reason like a child, but now in, in, in my later years, they have shown me, they've opened my eyes to stuffing that's really, really good. My wife says, you're just not having the right kind of stuffing. So she started making stuffing. If you put in a little bit of onion, uh, sometimes celery, I don't know why celery is in there, but it, it's in there. It, it adds to it. Hard-boiled egg, and it's the right dryness to to wetness. Man, with some with some good punchy seasoning, maybe even a little Cajun in there. If it's got a little bit of spice and Lights it's it not dry to the point that... I have to start like picking. See, when I've got to pick it out of my gums and teeth because it just sticks, it's like there's nothing fun in that at all. The only time that picking something out of my teeth is fun is if I'm eating a Butterfinger candy bar. <laughs> That's truth right there. Or peanut brittle. That is- I'm okay with. Anything else? No. So, Andy, how do I not like dressing? That's how I don't like dressing. I have yet to find any place or anybody that can actually make a good dressing to the point that it is the right kind of texture and consistency that I will approve of without too much work. I don't like doing too much work. My wife just brought in the bag, the stuff that she uses to begin (laughs) the stuffing with. Yep. And she's like, she wants me to show it to you. And I'm I'm not going to show it to you because I know all the extra work that goes into prepping this thing and dialing it perfectly in show but there us is anyways. good stuffing up. Yeah, show I, us anyways I, I sent her away oh well never mind fine thanks jess for thinking about it shame on jared for not showing us <laughs> um diana saying there my is- mom's dressing is incredible i adore it all made from scratch and never dry and, and that may be part of it is a lot of people especially thanksgiving time there's so much work that goes into making a meal and yeah. in the current day most don't do a lot of the made from scratch aspects of it and store bought nine times out of 10. It just does not work. It is not, it doesn't convey that. Like we just found a pumpkin pie from Costco that rivals 
homemade pumpkin pie, but they're making them in their bakery and it's all kind of, you know, from scratch type of a deal so that it works, but most stuff isn't. And like I, one of my favorite cookies is my grandmother's monster cookie. And it is the most disgusting cookie that you will ever taste in your life. And I'm at least honest enough to admit it's gross (laughs) and it's disgusting, but there is a little bit of a sentimental value that comes with it. And because of that sentimental attachment, I like I've got my sister-in-law, she's made those and hers taste better, but they're not better because they're not grandma's monster cookies. They actually taste good. I want grandma's nasty overbaked monster cookies that she threw inside a bread bag and threw it down in the deep freeze in the basement. That's what I grandma, want. I'm not with him. I'm not with him. And though that's what I want. So when I see a lot of these things and I think I, I really believe that dressing is one of those things that we have a sentimental attachment because grandma or grandma's grandma or great, great, great grandma made it and it was amazing and it was delicious. And then somebody tried to take grandma's recipe and it was close enough that they attached the sentimentalism with it. And then the next did it. And it keeps being a watered down version that all of a sudden you got me here in 2020. And I'm like, no, that's just stuff's just gross. No, it, it's, there's some truth to what you're saying now. Diana's, you know, her mom's on the other hand, if she's making it from scratch and it's never dry, I bet it's probably good. Most of them, they're gross. Deb, I got it. <laughs> so, uh, have the recipe. There's that. Oh, and I was going to say Diana got us. She's actually got the hashtag for us. She did it. Here's the hashtag you need to be posting. Hashtag vlog pastors plate. Ooh. Post it. Hashtag vlog pastors plate. Put that out there on your social media. We'll be searching it and you can follow along. I, I, I want to see what you eat. I'm not going to get hungry because of it because I'll be eating my own stuff, but I, w- I want to see it. I want to see it. So, and if you want to see some great stuff, make sure you're following Jared and I. Links right below us. You can kind of see them. Buy to Brownie Productions for that guy. Joshua Verwish for this guy. And we'll be posting that stuff over there on, on Instagram. We'll be sharing those things. So. Um, Vaughn had said he is doing a Creole Cajun smoked turkey. I I saw it. And he also shared a link that it didn't come up on. Oh, it did come up on Ecamm. Here you go. He ordered this turducken a few years back. Um, so go to the website, www.lacrawfish.com forward slash turducken. And you do that and it, it looks great. So I'm liking it. Um, I think there was a couple others here that I missed. John Hayes saying we raise our own turkeys. So I'm pulling that whole having a funeral for our pet turkey. His name was Tom. (laughs) Tom, you have served your family well. We love the sacrifice. No greater love has anyone than this to lay their life down for another. Oh, man. Come on, Tom. You That's did. a beautiful thing, man. I remember I remember Arnold, our holiday ham. Mm-hmm. He he you know, he he gave up a lot, but he fed us for a long time as a kid. I, that was that was I don't know, foundational for me in as far as interacting with food and how you know, there's a sacrifice that's made and there's a there's a joyful celebration, there's a process to it. It's gonna take a while. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Hats yep. off to you. Yep. Uh, Mama's saying that Dustin is smoking turkeys today for tomorrow. Um, he is. He's He's got some of those uh, pit barrel smokers, and he's smoking turkey. 
So are you guys going to be able to get together or are y'all doing? We will not. <clears throat> okay. They're, they're down there. Yep. We're up here. Didn't know if they were making the trip and y'all were going to do a little bit. No. Not going to grandma's. Okay. They're, they're, they're not coming. Gotcha. But anyways, um, a distorted palette that, yeah, that's what you said about Diana. And if you got I mean, it flown at Diana, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> so Harley hopping in, happened to be able to catch the stream today. Harley, great to have you with us you here as well. Uh, it's good. Um, I want to get to a couple other of these. Um, Vaughn is saying mom's dressing is fire. Um, I love it. It's a bold claim, man. There's few. I, I know I just went on a rant about dressings, but there's few out there that are like, wow. Most like, of my experiences have been like Joshua's. I like eating and I will try anything. Like there's nothing out there that I haven't tried. I have tried. Like if it's before me, I will try it at least once. Doesn't mean I'm going to eat it all the time. Doesn't mean I'm not going to say don't ever serve that to me again, but I'll try it. Uh, and I've tried some crazy stuff, especially being overseas. The people like I would never do that. And sometimes I search out the crazy stuff just to try it. And yet I have yet to find a dressing that's good. Mm. Just and, and until that point, I take the stance of dressing is gross and dressing should remain away from the Thanksgiving table. <laughs> That's, that's it. Uh, Andy's saying he's smoking a turkey right now. It's in the brine. Ooh. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, yeah, Dean, I am so hungry now. Been a few years, but I might have to celebrate American Thanksgiving tomorrow. Yes. Celebrate. Eat. Eat, eat, eat. Absolutely. Um, and John, did I miss an intro today? No. John, actually, you did miss an intro. That's what we did, Jared. Oh, but that was an intro? No, no, no. The the Vlog Pastors Podcast episode 29 intro. We didn't even do it. No, that's what I'm saying. We, did, we didn't do a, an intro the, today. No, we didn't. Are we going to run it after? I think we should do the intro right now, and then we will do wrap it. up and finish this, the stream out. Let's do it. All right. I think that's it. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Make sure when you're with your family tomorrow, remind them to stay blessed and enjoy God's best. We'll see you next week.